What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconoclast. To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of iconoclast. This, this is iconoclast. And I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. Disturb. Sending shoutouts or shoutouts to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan. And this, this is Iconoclast, the podcast that is tailored for icons. It's really been some time since we've released an episode. And to be honest, it's because we've been really, really busy. A lot has been happening. Particularly, we've hosted our first ever masterclass. I conversations and I conversations is a series of masterclasses that we are going to be hosting tailored for icons ultimately but also for entrepreneurs or people who want to be entrepreneurs prospective entrepreneurs where we actually come and sit down and have the conversations that are needed to push us forward what we are actually trying to achieve with our conversations is a community a place where entrepreneurs can come together and actually take the time to indulge in the conversations that we actually need. Conversations that delve into the problems that we are having at this present time and not in problems that I may think that we as entrepreneurs have. So we deal with the actual problem. And to be honest, the first masterclass was a success. It was quite great. We had the engagement that we needed we had the attendance that we needed and everything went well so i'm happy i'm happy that happened so the topic of today is momento mori momento mori is used in art and in spirituality and in art it is used as a symbolic trope and in spirituality it's also used as a meditative practice really and ultimately it serves as a reminder of one's mortality momento mori and i wish i am saying it right is a latin phrase and it translates to remember you must die or remembering death and the whole concept is really based on the fact that you should remember that at the end of the day you must die i've always thought myself to be an individual that is in touch with their mortality a person that understands that at some point they will die that i'm an experience that has an ending and i've come to not only comprehend that fact but also understand it and so as a result of that i am not afraid of it anymore 
I am not afraid of death. It's a very difficult thing to actualize. And it's a very ambitious statement to say. But with time and time again, being in situations that have allowed me to test the validity of the statement that I made, I've realized that there is a certain sense of relief but not really relief. How can I say this? There is a certain sense of contentment that comes with understanding mortality. A certain sense of relief that comes with understanding that you must die. That you are an experience that has an ending. So everyone who is experiencing you right now should understand that you are not an infinite experience. That you are indeed finite. Now, why was I thinking about this? I know <laughs> it sounds like a very depressing concept, but it's rather not. Why was I thinking of this? Yesterday, I made my way to Johannesburg. And to be honest, there's something about Johannesburg that just does something to me. The city, the vibrancy, the danger. <laughs> All of that coming together is so motivational. Because I know so many people who've had their dreams come true. It's a place where there's so much possibility. An infinite place. A place where there is room for your dreams to grow and become so big. And other people are doing the very same things. And you can learn from each other. But also, there's a danger to it because you can take from each other. It's honestly a adrenaline-filled experience to be in Johannesburg. So I made my way and when I was coming back, when I was driving back, I drove through a graveyard. Now, this experience of passing this graveyard was unlike any other experience I've ever had. I took the time to really look at it and to be honest, that entire scene, that entire moment was so breathtaking. To be honest, it, it happened as if it was happening in slow motion. A rather cathartic experience, to be honest. So I took it in, looked at the graveyard, and for a moment I had no thought running through my mind. None whatsoever. And that's a very rare thing to happen, especially with me. I always have something that's happening, but for a moment, split second, there was a time when there was nothing in my head. No thought. Nothing. Just silence. And after that moment, I thought, wow. And that was my first thought. Wow. So this is what the full stop looks like. This is where ending comes together and manifests. This is where our finite selves come to rot. I sat and I really thought about it. Wow. This is where we are all going. At some point, Memento Mori, remember you must die.
And that really got me thinking about quite a lot. To be honest with you, I went through a mini existential crisis. <laughs> but when I sat down and tried to really organize my thought, I came up with something. That when I saw this graveyard, it made me realize two things. One thing is celebration. And the second thing is progress. How does that, what does that have to do with the graveyard, right? What I've realized is that, especially right now in the season that I'm in, where we are going through a lot of wins and we are making things come to life, it is important to celebrate. Now, we think that celebrate, especially if you're someone who is really giving yourself into projects, you think that celebrations is just maybe a little status post, maybe sometime on your story, or maybe, you know, just sitting and, I don't know, just in the moment, in the motions of life, the thought is celebration. Or rather, the recognition of what is happening could be celebration. And I've realized that it shouldn't be. Celebration shouldn't be that simple. That is a problem that I have been facing for a very long time. My celebrations are not not necessarily grand, but they are not as, I want to say, as effective as they should. It is not me actively going out of my way to celebrate a win. After the mentorship program, the old me would have just went home, cast a movie, <laughs> called my mom, said thank you for support, called my people, said thank you, and really just have a good night's rest. But that was just me. That would have just been me in the motion of life, thinking that a mere thank you, a mere recognition in my mind of the time, of the place, of the win a celebration and there is a problem in this there's a problem that a lot of people are not realizing is that there is a disconnect between between the win and what comes after and our minds are are structured or wired in a way that you need to celebrate a win in order to create a new standard what i'm saying to you is so during the time when you are preparing for this win right for this project for this event during this time it is like a i'd like to liken it to a summit so you are going up the summit and you are really taking the time you are preparing you're putting the work and you are waiting to reach the top right then the event the project's successfully happening is the win it's the top right and at the top what usually happens is that at the top, mountains are usually flat, so they plateau. It's no longer an uphill battle anymore, right? It's now plateauing. And that is where celebration takes place. So the celebration is the plateau. And what I've realized happened is that at the plateau, that is when you are registering the new standard. You are customizing yourself to the new standard. What do I mean? When you're going up the summit, 
right? You have set a goal for yourself, which is the top. And the top is your standard. Does that make sense? So the top of the summit, as you are going up, as you are preparing, the top becomes your standard. That is where you're trying to reach. When you reach there, you have to celebrate the plateau. That's the plateau. You have to celebrate it in order to recreate. In order, firstly, it's twofold rather. At the top, what you are actually doing is that you are registering your new standard. So this is where you've always wanted to be. This is your new standard. So you register it in your mind as the new normal. And then once you're in your celebration stage, the end of the celebration stage represents the setting of a new standard. And I've realized that if you fail to go through the process of celebration, you fail to actually start the process of creating a new standard. And that's where progress comes in. So if you fail to celebrate, you fail to progress. Many people don't understand. I have a friend of mine and he celebrates his birthdays so big. He makes sure that every single year we are celebrating him and he makes sure that it is grand. And I remember one day we went out for lunch and while we were sitting, I asked him, man, why is it that you always go out of your way to celebrate each and every year? He put it so nicely. He said, I am celebrating my past and making way for a chance to be able to celebrate my future next year. So if my celebration of my past is grand, the way that is made for me to celebrate the future opens up. And therefore, the next time I celebrate this, it is just as grand or even more. Because there is a power in celebration. And that's where I've realized. And many of the people, many of high value people that I know, really don't take the time to celebrate. But you need to celebrate to go into progress. And the thing about progress is that if you are moving into the next stage of progress and you're looking at the next summit with the same views or the same standards that you were set for the first summit, you're going to have a problem. Because every new summit to be progressive requires a new standard. And it requires you to be a new person. And if you forget to celebrate, you will forget the point that or the fact that how you made your first million will not be how you made your second. That's why progress is important. What I'm saying is, we have to learn to celebrate in order to progress. And the thing about celebration is that it becomes a time where you understand where you are, being the standard in which you are, right now and in doing so you can start setting new standards for the next summit and the process of moving from registration of the current standard to the creation of new standards is a rather crazy transition
but also fulfilling transition. Because in that, you are using what you have gained to get to the current standard. And in some way, you are making space for what you need to gain to get to the new standard. And that's why I mentioned that how you, first, how you make your first million will not be how you make your second. And that is where the growth is. So something that I've realized is that there is growth in progress and there is growth in celebration. Now, how does the graveyard come into play? (laughs) The thing is, because we are going to die, we must celebrate as much as possible the wins that we have. And not in relation to anyone else, but in relation to ourselves. We must learn to celebrate ourselves We must learn to celebrate the experiences that we create. We must learn to celebrate the innovations that we come up with. We must learn to celebrate the people that we are becoming in order to progress. And the whole point is progressing enough in order to be happy at the end of your life. To say that now this is the end. And this is my full stop and this is death, but I have progressed so much. I have moved the world so much. And if it is your time to leave, then let it be. I tell the story a lot. There was a time where I had a friend and she was asking me, if she should start her business, if she should really take the step and move forward. And I remember opening my phone and showing her a picture of a graveyard, going on Google and searching for a graveyard. I showed her a picture of a graveyard and I said, what you see here is not only a graveyard. What you see here is a burial, not only of bodies, but it is a burial of dreams and hopes. It's a burial of ambition Many people who lay here not only lay here as themselves, but they lay as their potential. They lay as everything they could have been. And that's the thing that I'm trying to put forth today. That at the end of the day, remember that you must die. And when you do die, did you celebrate yourself as much as you should? Did you take the time to register the current standard in order to create a new standard and progress? What I'm trying to bring forth today is the fact that we must progress. And progression is is nothing or progression cannot take place if celebration is not sufficient. What I'm trying to bring forth today is the fact that you must celebrate yourself. You must celebrate your wins and make it grand, as grand as you can make it. Take the time to celebrate them because that is important. And in that, make sure that you are setting the new standards. That the top is where your sights are set. I hope that 
this helps you because this is just a reminder that we must celebrate ourselves in order to go forward but at the end of the day there is an end and in order to get or before getting to that end we should have progressed so much we should have moved the world so much that when we reach our end we are not being buried with our hopes and dreams that we are not being buried with our cures to diseases our new technologies that are going to move the world forward we must make sure that we've sufficiently celebrated our wins and we have made sure that the path is cleared and that the people that come behind us that they have something to look forward to let's hope that as we die when we die we are celebrated not for the things that we did but rather for how much of a tool we became for the coming generations to progress the world much further that should be the aim that should be why we are celebrated i know that this episode is rather <laughs> this episode is rather confusing <laughs> as one might say or oh, there's a lot that i'm putting forth and i'm really trying to make these connections but what really happened with this is that my idea was to just be here and share my thoughts share this experience because i want you to understand that as much as this is confusing that has been me from the time that i saw that graveyard the time that i had that experience so i want to leave you with that i hope this became something that you can think about are you celebrating yourself as much as you should and are you taking that as a time to progress or a stepping stone to progression have you positioned your life in a way that can help you achieve that have you positioned your life in a way that helps you help the world move forward and at the end of the day i want to be the person that reminds you of your mortality not with a negative connotation but to remember that you are an experience that has an end that you are not infinite and that one day you will end but when you do make sure that it was a hell of a ride so as we end this episode i want to say momento mori and as they say in my ebo language dad thank you <laughs>